0: A vehicle to the
1: past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey. Welcome back to the PRN Time Machine, sponsored by Retro Days. New episode, Mick. I have not had a chance to watch it, unfortunately but uh, it's called a GoBots Valentine. So they're... Oh. <laughs> we're, uh, you know, we mentioned last week, I, I thought that GoBots was coming up and now they're kind of mashing it up with Valentine's Day. So this ought to be fun, man. I'm looking forward to uh, watching this. And you know, we've got that section on the website now where you can watch videos uh, right there on the homepage. So we'll make sure we get that added this week so you can check out uh, Adam and RD in his uh, all his glory and... <laughs> go bots and valentine's day this ought to be fun
0: yes i man, i like uh, we've said it a million times go watch rd's detention if you hadn't yet you'll love it as much as we do uh i'm excited for the go bots crossover though that's that's one that's really going to yeah. get me right in the fields i'm sure
1: well it's uh connecting with a lot of people now they're up over a thousand subscribers so good on them and uh that's well deserved there's a lot of great episodes, and they're even uh, just a couple of weeks ago they gave some of the stuff away. That you know, every episode they feature some of those uh, the merchandise and stuff from back in the day, and you know, kind of uh, just put that on display and had a, a giveaway to give some of that away to one lucky person. I'm, I think that has already passed, but I'm sure they'll be doing something like that in the future as well. So
0: yeah, you know, I joked earlier about waxpack flashback or whatever. But in all seriousness, if you have anything to do with the streaming service like Quibi or whoever, you should go after this property because RD's retro detention is already quality enough to be on these services, let alone if you put some of your money behind them. So if there's just somebody happen to be listening who can make that happen, please go check it out. These guys deserve it and uh, you would have a hit on your hands.
1: All right, well, speaking of Valentine's Day, we are here, and we have our Mount Crushmore picks ready to go. I put over there on Twitter. I think we're just going to tell people to go over to Twitter from now on. I'm on there probably most out of all the social media, so if you're on Twitter, uh, this is where you're going to be able to connect with us and provide feedback. We got a lot of it this week. Uh, I narrowed my list down to about seven or eight, so actually more than that. (laughs) One, two, three, four. (laughs) Probably about 10. I'm still trying to figure out what the top four is gonna be but uh, or five as we uh, <laughs> as we're gonna just add an extra uh, face on the side of the Mount crushmore here but uh, I don't know did you have any rhyme or reason to these picks as far as uh, more TV or movies or where they're uh, coming from?
0: most of these are TV
1: yeah mine yeah, most are too of picks are TV. Mine are too. So I, I even <laughs> even threw a couple fun ones in there from uh, cartoons and and stuff like that as well. Uh, a while back, uh, I did a feature over there on rediscover the '80s that were five video game girls I had a crush on. <laughs> well, that's so, not. Weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not weird at all. No. <clears throat> um, what was the uh, what was the girl from Dragon's Lair? Uh, Princess Daphne, I think whoa okay she was like the uh jessica rabbit of video games if you get your my draft
0: well this is kind of taking a turn i didn't expect
1: yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right you didn't expect it oh <laughs> all right all right well how do you want to do this do you want to you want to go first do you want to put one up there and sure i can go first okay i don't care i'll
0: say and mine are in order actually Okay. Of, uh, I'll start at the bottom. It'd be the one I'd want to give one ding-dong to, and the top would be the one i want to give five ding-dongs to for Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, anyway, number number five, the bottom of the list, in the early 90s, I was totally infatuated with uh, SI swimsuit model Kathy Ireland. Yes. And this is the one that didn't come from television. Uh, the epitome to me was... Getting to see her in uh, Necessary Roughness, the movie with uh, Oh yes, uh-huh. uh, Sinbad and some other people in it. There, oh my goodness, her eyes were incredible. I mean, well, the whole package was incredible, but <laughs> it's like with her in particular. As much as you wanted to look at everything else, I was just drawn to her eyes. Oh, she was beautiful. She's still beautiful, you know. It was putting this list together and uh i already had the list for something else i was working on but never did so i had the list and i was looking at it and i was googling a little bit of info on some of these ladies and i seen some pictures of her from recently and she's still a gorgeous lady so Absolutely. good on her good on her
1: well that's a great choice man i yeah those SI, si swimsuit issues were uh eye-opening back in the early 90s and uh kathy ireland i think she had several covers didn't she Yes. Yeah. Uh, My first choice, and I'm just going to go, I'm not going uh, one to five here. I I don't know. I didn't really rank these, but one of the ones near the top and was early on for me was Elizabeth Shue. Mm -hmm. Of course, Karate Kid. Uh, That's where, mainly where I first noticed her and gosh, didn't I want to take her to the golf and stuff? You know, (laughs) she was, uh, she was great. Uh, she actually did some commercials even before she got into Hollywood. Uh, there's a Burger King commercial floating out there (laughs) with her in it. Uh, but then when she took, uh, Jennifer's role, you know, in back to the future two, two and three, that just, that helped me. And I've not really connected a lot with adventures in babysitting. Uh, it's one of my wife's favorite movies actually, but, I love that, that movie, too. She, uh, obviously, uh, that's enough of a reason for me to watch it. And then Cocktail came along, and whoa, okay? Yep. She's just, I don't know. I, I've always liked her, uh, just her personality, too, that she, which might not be her own you know, so much on uh, the screen. Uh, we were in huge into CSI when that first came on television, and I think it was maybe the last couple seasons we were out of it right there was uh once grissom left i think we just pretty much were done with the show and then when i heard she was coming back on of course i was watching episodes again (laughs) so not a stalker or anything it's just uh i uh would love to have her as a valentine how about that Mm -hmm. Uh, what's another pick for you
0: oh you know that i'm big on this one because we've mentioned her many times here on the show and we've dedicated articles to her and stuff and that was Rhonda sheer from up all night
1: I oh yes she was she was on my list yes
0: yes buddy she's on a lot of people's lists for a lot of different <laughs> things <laughs> she may or may not have been on a christmas letter i sent to santa claus one time that i wanted him to bring to me for christmas <laughs> I may or may not have been specific into what she should be wearing when he did drop her off. <laughs> but
1: that's great.
0: Uh, yeah. The movies that they showed on Up All Night, with today's eyes, we look back and we can enjoy those movies for nostalgic value and the campiness of them. When I was watching Up All Night, those movies sucked. But I watched every week because of the segments in between the shows featuring Rhonda Shear. Hey, Ronda no. Shear was how can I say this without sounding, without taking this show down into the gutter? <laughs> uh, at that point in time, I was a young man at the age where you're highly intrigued with females, you know,
1: <laughs> Yes. Well,
0: not like you ever stopped, but once you, once you get to that point, right, uh, man, she hit all the check marks though. She yeah. was sexy and sultry and fun and bubbly and
1: yeah. That was yeah. part of it too. Just her like bubbly personality, you know. She was having fun when she was doing those segments.
0: You know, she was nice in places that a lot of women don't even have places. She was <laughs> fantastic. So, <laughs> yeah, I was highly infatuated with Miss Shear for a long time. I still am. And how fitting that she that she designed this line of underwear and stuff, and <laughs> what she does now. It's like if anybody had the goods to pull that off. She did and yeah, does. Buddy. So yeah, Rhonda Shear.
1: Give it yeah, two
0: ding dongs for
1: Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right. Uh the next one for me. Uh so we this came out. I was you know right at the edge of middle school, early high school years. So uh yeah, I was definitely into girls at that point. And I'm talking about the girl who put the pal in Kapowski, Kelly Kapowski, Tiffany Amber Thiessen from Saved by nice the Bell. Pick. You know, she was always the one that came out in the swimsuit too. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she just was um, a beautiful girl. And she she loved it. I don't know. It seemed like she loved to portray that role of the uh, all eyes on her, you know, <laughs> when those moments would come on on the on the TV show. And uh, yeah, I was always a fan of Kelly. Now,
0: of course, I was a fan of Kelly, but it really ramped up when she got on the 90210 cause the whole bad girl character she played
1: there. And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I and did watch, her, I, I I watched her some on 90210, but it was mainly, this is mainly a Saved by the Bell era, Kelly. Oh,
0: well, yeah. To me, it's two distinct eras, and both are great. Yeah. And I never was big in the 90210, but when I found out she was on there, I I gave it a shot, and then I'm like, whoa, I'm coming back next week. Let me tell you. (laughs) I I couldn't even tell you. I can't even tell you what happened during that season or the storylines or anything. Right. But I watched every week, you know.
1: (laughs) I understand.
0: Well, keeping up with that Saved by the Bell thing, most people pick Kelly Kapowski, but I was more of a Jesse Spano guy she's the third one on my list because the long legs and the tall, I like tall women hmm. and her, uh, dance moves. Uh, I, I was turned off a little bit by the whole, um, what do you call what, what's the opposite of feminism anyway, where she was all, uh, women's lib. Okay. Yeah, that would be, yeah, the term. Yeah. I was a little turned off by that. They pushed it too hard on the show. Uh, Women's lib is great and fine and all, but the way they portrayed it on the show was too far over the top. It was kind of a turnoff. But uh, Jesse Spano, as much as, as hot as Kelly Kapowski was, I thought Jesse was just one notch higher.
1: Okay. I thought maybe you might go Tori there, but...
0: No. Nah. I don't know. I I, yeah.
1: I don't know. I had a... I, I thought Tori was cute, too.
0: Well, I... You, like, you know. Yeah. Well, not wanting to... Take this show into the gutter or anything, but being a big Jesse Spano fan and for a lot of guys who were a fan of Kelly or Saved by the Bell in general, when uh, Showgirls came out, that was a big moment in a lot of people's lives until they actually watched <laughs> the thing. And then you're like, what? But
1: I've was, still never seen it. Never seen Showgirls.
0: Of, um, It seemed like such a weird transition, you know. It had to be for the money on her part, or the notoriety, or whatever. But to go from the wholesome show of Saved by the Bell to do that, you're like, "What?" You didn't you didn't dwell on it too long because you knew you was going to go watch it, or at least I was. (laughs) I don't know about other people, but well, a lot of people transition for her.
1: Yeah, a lot of people, not just girls, but I mean, talking about uh, actors who get typecast in a certain role or personality or something, just want to do something off the wall, totally opposite to kind of either you know show off their skills uh, as an actor or just to get out of that stereotype, you know? So I'm sure that had something to do with it as well. I don't want to work in uh, teenage kid shows all my life, but
0: <laughs> and Elizabeth Berkeley, the actress mm-hmm. as hot as I thought she was then, you know she, as she got older it just got better you know some of the yeah. stuff from the 2000s that she was in you have her you role in uh, any given sunday with al pacino she is <laughs> good lord what a <laughs> knockout in that movie have
1: you seen her uh, in the new show yet that they're filming have you seen any uh, of the pictures uh, and everything
0: i seen a still shot of her and slater at the max but i didn't yeah. dwell on it, so
1: there's a little clip, I think it might be on both of their Instagrams, where they're on the set and uh, just kind of going around talking about they're excited, of, you know, about the new show and stuff. So, might want to check that out.
0: Oh, okay. That's, a good
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, my third choice. Wow, gosh, where do I go from here? Um... Let's go with uh, Wonder Woman herself, Linda Carter. Ooh. Yeah, so, you know, we were talking about even uh, last week, me getting into Superman and, you know, the Batman 66 series in those earlier years. And, of course, Wonder Woman, they were showing reruns of, of Wonder Woman all the time for a good reason. and, and uh, uh, Two good Yeah. Reasons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two ding dongs for her. Um, gosh, it's she just every bit of sexy. And then when she did the uh, what was it? Battle of the network stars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh lord, they um, yeah. Those swimsuits back then were not supportive. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can go back a while, uh, see check out a couple pictures of her from the, those that era. But um, gosh. Just then the eyes, too. I mean, obviously, we're we're looking at the figures, but the eyes, definitely beautiful eyes she has. So, yeah, I, I have to put her on the on the Mount Crush more.
0: <laughs> well, my next one up, growing up in the late 80s and getting hooked on wrestling, there were just a couple of women in wrestling, but the first lady of wrestling was always Miss Elizabeth. Oh, yes. And that was the first... Even at a young age, you know, you you hear terms like grace and beauty and stuff. That was the first woman I remember me recognizing that exemplified like grace and, and real beauty. Uh, different from everybody else on this list who I may or may not have lusted over. Miss Elizabeth, I just adored and admired. Because mm-hmm. at the time, the way she was portrayed on TV, and I don't know what she was like in real life. It may have just been an extension of her real life, or it may have been an act. But she portrayed grace and beauty and elegance, and she was just drop-dead beautiful every time you've seen her on television. Yeah. It was yeah. An, it was another facet of of a reason to watch wrestling, was to see Miss Elizabeth, in addition to all the action and stuff. She was just absolutely God gifted beauty from birth without, Mm -hmm. you know, much, without it, probably without any needed help. I mean, she wore makeup and stuff, but Lord knows the way her features were and her cheekbones and stuff. She may not have even needed that, but she was just beautiful, a beautiful lady.
1: Yeah. And part of it too was just how the macho man led her down to the ring, uh, uh, opened the ropes for her, you know, and everything. (laughs) And anytime there was action outside the ring, you're like, afraid that she's going to be near it. And it was, it was, you know, part of that too was almost like uh, being protective of her. And what are you doing down here? You don't need to be, you just need to be like up in the press box or something and watching from up there and your you know, crown or something instead of uh, at ringside and in harm's way. So,
0: and you know, after all those years of that too, of him opening the ropes and this and that, or she would open the ropes for him in the early days. And he would, Uh, verbally abuse her in interviews and and like she was his possession, which turns out was pretty real extension of of that relationship. But it was when the macho man became a good guy and then started treating her with the respect and her beauty and stuff seemed to go up a whole nother level with that because all of a sudden she's on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. He's opening the ropes for her and you're finally getting to see her get the respect from him and, truly be put in her place as the beauty she was and be hoisted up on his shoulders. And she was a center of attention. Oh man, miss Elizabeth had it all. And it's such a shame that the way her career and life went downhill and ended for her. Yeah. uh, She was just, and I'm not just saying this because this is the show we're doing, but miss Elizabeth is probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. She really is. Yeah.
1: Yep. She was on my list actually. I didn't know if it was going to make it or not, but since you chose her, I'll, I'll go on to somebody else here. Uh let's see. We've got uh, two more to go, right? You've mm-hmm. got one more?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Where do I go here? I'm guessing she might be on your list, so I'll choose this one, and maybe you'll have to choose another one. Um, uh, Daisy well, I'm not Duke. choosing another one,
0: buddy. I'm sticking <laughs> with my list.
1: Okay. Daisy Duke. Catherine Bach.
0: Yeah, she's the big five ding dong winner on my side. Is I'll she, tell you that.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she can
0: have all the ding dong she wants from me. It
1: don't matter. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'll 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 uh I'll give her to you. I'll let her be on your Mount Crushmore. Since Somebody telling the me they're winner. gonna
0: give me Daisy Duke is the most incredible thing I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> there
1: you go. I'm that kind of guy. So uh, number, let's see, the fourth pick for me. Let's go with, um, okay, this is going to be a little off the wall, but uh, I'm going with Diane Parkinson from Price is oh, Right.
0: One of the many reasons to stay out of school right there, buddy.
1: Yes. So, yeah. Speaking of the swimsuit, she was always the one at the end when they brought out the boat or what, <laughs> vacation or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. in her swimsuit, and Wow. The curves. And I'll mm. leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, that, and like you said, yeah. Gosh, as much as I loved the the games and everything from Price is Right, the Barker's Beauties were also a big deal. Yes, they and, were. Uh, you know, that was probably more the reason my dad watched and still watches it is <laughs> for the beauties than the, the actual games and stuff. But yeah, man, wow. And, and that's another one of those. Just, uh, gosh, if you read the backstory, you're like, oh, yuck, <laughs> some bad stuff going on there. But for the public that was viewing and watching Prices Right every morning, yeah, the, those those three beauties, Janice and Holly and Diane, uh, during that '80s era and early '90s, were were it, man.
0: You know, you're not the only one who was a big fan over her issue of Playboy was one of the best selling issues of that era, too. I mean, so there was I a lot imagine. of, she, yeah. she had a lot of interest behind her. And well, She was uh, besides the swimsuit part, which you I mean the swimsuit part was still great. But when she was out there on the show in the normal, like formal wear, she had that <laughs> Miss Elizabeth look to her, too. I mean, she was just a beautiful lady, very beautiful lady. That's right.
1: Okay, your last pick.
0: Well, Daisy Duke from the yep. Dukes of Hazzard. That was—I remember being young, five years old, going around telling people Daisy Duke was my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, I still tell people that. Matter of fact, it's—it's kind of ironic. I told you that story off the air. I think it was last week when we recorded about this guy I work with. I won't repeat it, but that story kept coming up in my mind this week, thinking about this and stuff he said about, you know. Anyway, uh. She is still, her character is still the epitome of what a lot of people think about when they think of good-looking Southern women. The short right. shorts, the long legs, the tan, the tied-up shirt, the long hair, the the beautiful smile, the sweetness, the Southern charm, the language, you know, the accent. I mean, there's been songs written about her. <laughs> you know, Daisy Dukes is a term that we have because of her and fashion trends. She, uh, if I were going to sit down and design the perfect Southern woman, I don't know that I would hit on anything besides her, you know, it's, she's right. what I would design. She was perfect for that role. She was a beautiful lady on her own and she's aged gracefully as well as some of these others we've talked about from as early as I can remember. I've been infatuated with Daisy Duke and I still am. So she's number one on my list.
1: Well deserved. Yeah, there's that one iconic poster shot too that I'm sure everybody had in their bedroom. And we were at um, a few years ago. I made it to uh, Cooter's place in Nashville. He's got a couple of them, I think, but there's a whole section of that store that's just Daisy Duke's store. So for all the, the ladies' wear and stuff, but they had a Lego version of that poster that iconic poster made out of lego and mosaic i was like gosh it's still i mean <laughs> looking at legos you're like wow <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's definitely well deserved man well deserved as a top pick five ding-dongs all the way um <laughs> yeah. there's no limit yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um. Gosh, where am I going to go with this last one? Um. I'm. Not, I'm, I'm going to go movies since I've done a lot of TV. Um. This, <laughs> this lady, has been. Uh, I've been infatuated with her for several sequels, uh, not just the first movie. I'm going to go with Leslie Easterbrook from Police Academy.
0: Hmm. Um. I'm going to have to Google her. I don't. That ain't
1: ringing a bell. She's the. <laughs> she's um oh what's her name in the movies um crap oh okay oh yeah yeah I remember her she um just from the get-go she was just the you know the the drop dead gorgeous blonde in this <laughs> academy and uh just her her interaction with everybody else uh there I can't remember which one it is it's like number maybe four or five where she's doing the training and she's in the pool and (laughs) with the white t-shirt and all right who wants to uh who wants to try this out and like everybody jumps in the pool you know and um police academy six is probably my favorite and there's several scenes in there with her that i'm just (laughs) one is in the gym and she's working out and all the guys are like you know, trying not to look at her, but looking at her, you know, and, uh, one guy spotting a, a dude that's, that's just do, <laughs> doing a bench press and he's watching her and forgets about the guy and he's like choking himself with the thing. <laughs> and then she, she finally looks over and, and sees the guy staring at her. She's like, uh, so she goes on to something else and he turns around. He's like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> Pulls the barbell <laughs> off the uh, guy's throat, you know? <laughs> um, but i don't know I, she's always been one that uh i was i i, I don't have a particular oh, she has to be blonde or brunette or redhead or whatever it's just i don't know the, the way their personality and how they react on the, the you know tv and movies and and everything that they do that is attractive to me yeah. as well so she was definitely one that uh i would have loved to send a valentine to uh, back in the day so that's uh give any other little honorable mentions here or anything Uh,
0: I mean i I love all women, Jason I mean it don't have to, <laughs> it don't have to be a special occasion to talk about' them and treat them nice and you know uh, yeah, I'm gonna put uh like Willie Nelson said to all the girls I've loved before, I'm gonna put all the girls I've loved before. As my honorable mentions for Valentine's Day,
1: okay. just don't don't tell my wife that. <laughs> Callahan, Callahan was her name on the police academy movies. Um, I had a couple I wrote down, and uh, some that some other people mentioned here that I won't steal their thunder as we get to our uh, our listener Mount Crushmore here shortly. But did you watch a lot of Night Rider as a kid? Oh, yeah, I did. Were you Bonnie or April?
0: I don't remember the difference.
1: Okay. okay, Then I guess you're the wrong person to ask then. But um, yeah, I mean,
0: I watched it as a kid, Jason. That's been 35 years ago. I don't remember. <laughs> I was more well, about I... waiting on Dukes of Hazard so I could see my girlfriend Daisy, not <laughs> worrying about Easy Mack. Well,
1: I was I was always an April fan. She came along, I think in season three, maybe she was there for a season. I can't remember what the reason why that uh, the actress that played Bonnie left and then came back but uh I was like April in uh Night Rider and then I wrote, I wrote down a couple from the cartoon series I you know oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean I don't know. You, the, the way you see Tila in Masters of the Universe, I mean come on man. <laughs> what you're not going to notice that. The way she's drawn.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was still okay.
1: a cartoon. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right, well I'll just leave it there then. I'll just leave it there. Um, all right, let's get on to some of our feedback, and we'll we'll choose uh, a, a Mount Crushmore for them. We've got uh, leading off the gentleman ball at O M G, it's G Ball. He uh, nominated Chrissy Snow. Good choice. That's a that's a good choice. Uh, I'll put Janet in there too. Mm-hmm. Chad, our buddy over at, at Horror Movie Barbecue, Avon Craig. He loves Yvonne Craig. He was a Batgirl back in the 66 show, if you remember her. hmm Oh, yeah. Jeff, at Pilot underscore Jeff, who uh, also is on staff with us. Every guy my age. And then he puts a, a GIF image or GIF image of Kelly Kapowski. And then he had a follow-up off that. If it's not this Kelly, then it's this Kelly. And he posted one of Kelly Bundy. I thought that was a very good choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh just watching that whole show, man. You could <laughs> you could have a different crush every episode, it seemed like. <laughs> <laughs> what Al was into, you know. Uh JL Lamastus at Shade of Jeremy. And he gave us a shot of Aaron Gray from Buck Rogers. Interesting. I was not a big I was not big into Buck Rogers, so um, but I definitely uh can see that choice. Uh T C Restani at After Hours TC. And he gave us a gif of Leah Thompson from Back to the Future. I can see that one. Brian Cave at Old underscore school underscore evil. Shawnee Smith from Who's Harry Crumb. Have you seen Who's Harry Crumb?
0: Yeah, I loved it, but I couldn't remember that character in particular. And I Googled it the other day and it's like, yep. <laughs>
1: Yep. Yeah, I, I did that was another one too. It was kinda not uh one I was expecting. I have seen the movie. I remember renting the movie uh several times back in the early nineties. And uh, yeah, that's a good choice. Uh Karen Flieger, add Karen Flieger eight, Michael J.
0: Fox. He was number six on my list. He just missed the cut. Yeah.
1: Very close there, yep. Yeah. You can uh, start another spot on the other side of the mountain for all your man crushes.
0: <laughs> the Bromance Hall of Fame over here.
1: <laughs> Mount Bromore. Oh, uh, wow. Adam, at Hoju Koolander, who's on staff with us too. When I was four years old, my first crush was Punky Brewster. This culminated with me calling the operator from our home phone and asking to be connected to Punky Brewster's house. (laughs) My mom loves that story. Uh, Another early crush was Olivia Newton-John as Kira in Xanadu. I had a, quote, girlfriend in preschool with whom I would act out the romantic song and dance numbers from the film on the playground, as that was my frame of reference for being in love.
0: (laughs) Adam is like the coolest guy I've ever known. He's got I, stories for everything.
1: He does, man. And God, I don't remember hardly anything when I was that young. So
0: I tell you what, I don't remember Punky Brewster having me infatuated when she was a kid. But buddy, when she grew up, she did. <laughs> that was more of a modern day crush. Yes. With, uh, yeah.
1: Yep. Coming that's back whole, around.
0: Yeah. I know, that's the whole reason I'm going to check it out. Too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. She's a great follow on Instagram there. Not not that doesn't sound stocky at all. Uh, Chris Mark at seymour 26 and he gave us a uh, Winnie from the Wonder Years gif. Great, uh, Danica McKellar. Yes, that's a great pick, too. I w- did not watch a lot of the Wonder Years, so I can't uh attest to that, but I know a lot of people who did, and Winnie was it. Uh, the Grinch Grinch with the Y underscore 84. He was responding to my Catherine Bach gif and said, CB was right at the top of the list. Super hottie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Robert, at Earth to Mike. And he gave us uh, Phoebe Cates from Fast Times. Yeah. No, that
0: scene, and that, just that scene influenced so many young men back in the day. <laughs> right. In the early wow. days of VCR... I would be willing to bet that scene may have topped the list in
1: the 80s of
0: most rewound wow. replay <laughs> movies.
1: Right, yep. yeah. Gosh. Uh, Champion Ryan. There was uh, CeCe Pennington and Linda Ronstadt, how I learned about Mexico as a kid. Oh, and Kelly Kapowski.
0: Now, Linda um, Ronstadt was another one of those just traditional, just mm-hmm. beauty from birth type women.
1: She was a knockout. I remember watching some CC Peniston videos too. Uh, Steve, the pissed off Bosox fan in Blue Jayland at Steve Curious 2 gave us a Jessica Fletcher gift with some flames and a wink emoji. I was a little scared about that choice, but uh okay. Well, we I was...
0: kinda let me <laughs> bail him out here. I believe he was responding to an earlier comment with that gift that he was excited to hear or see more. Okay. So she, okay. Uh, yeah. But I mean Jessica Fletcher, I mean Angela Lansbury. I mean she probably had it going on back in the day. We don't know.
1: <laughs> True. And then finally Kevin, uh, who is also on staff here with us at Masked Library. I mean this isn't a short list, but making it a full post could get me in trouble at home. So if anyone sees a post on the site from Mr. X, I know nothing about it. <laughs> but I did I did egg him on a little bit. And said, just give me a couple. He said, uh, Miss Elizabeth, Sonny, which is oh, yeah. wrestling, Missy Hyatt, mm-hmm.
0: uh, more wrestling.
1: This one connected with me, Lace from American Gladiators. Oh, yes. I was a huge Lace fan more than any of the other ones on there. Dad was a Zap fan. Uh, was,
0: K- uh, the very first season, it was only half a season, they had a third one. I think her name was Sonny. She was a tall, slender blonde, and that was the only time she was on there when well, she put them all to shame.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kelly Kapowski, of course. Tupanga.
0: That's a very good pick for a lot of our 90s group growing up listeners there. She and was a you, big one for kids of the 90s.
1: And then you left us with, if you really want to feel old, Jenna Jameson broke out in 1995. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll just leave that there. Okay, so that was Kevin's list. Uh, I mean, if
0: he wants to talk old school, we'll talk about Linda Lovelace and stuff. I mean, it goes way back before (laughs) before she broke onto the scene. Mm
1: -hmm. What do you think as far as uh, a choice for the listener picks?
0: Um, I'm gonna go. You know, I liked. Of course, we already talked about Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Bundy's a good one. I'm going to go with Phoebe Cates from yeah. Michael. Okay. I, I kind of forgot about that. That was a pretty iconic moment in a lot of young men's lives back then.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, and since you passed on Kelly Bundy, I'll put her up there for Jeff. It's a very good choice. What's well, we another need, one?
0: We need two more. Four or three uh, two, more. Well, just because I love Adam so much, we'll put Punky Brewster on that wall, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um, oh gosh, we should probably. I don't know. I was thinking about maybe doing uh <laughs> putting Michael J. Fox and Leah Thompson up there.
0: <laughs> well, you know, Michael J. Fox is the only male entry we have on this list in, in the modern world we live in. I think we should include
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's another one of what we've got left here? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards uh, Batgirl here.
0: That works for me.
1: Okay, well, there you go. There's your uh, your listener, Mount Crushmore. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for giving us the feedback, and uh, I hope you enjoyed the, our talk, and let us know if we knocked it out of the park or we missed, maybe missed somebody back then in that era that uh, you're like, man, she needs to be on there or he needs to be on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know, man. At RD80s, at Yesterdayville, uh, on Twitter, at TRN Social for the the website's handle, and uh, give us some feedback this week.